0: Alright. So
1: fifteen. Get All right. So get yeah. Yeah, just So welcome to episode 15. That's a nice issue. Uh episode 15 of Riding Shotgun with Norm and Jim. So crazy week, huh? Every week, dude. I was thinking about you and where you have to drive. Oh, wait, let's go. Why do we always forget this? Because I always,
2: because you either open it <laughs> before we start or you're
1: delaying the ball game. <laughs> yeah, right? That's <laughs> So, I was thinking about you this week with the uh, with Tropical Storm Isaias. Oh, yeah. So I think okay, I what day was that? That? It? that was what Wednesday? Uh, I guess it was Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Luckily no, I was somewhere. on calls, so it was Tuesday. Tuesday. It was definitely Tuesday. Okay, It hit on Tuesday because I was on calls the whole day, and I lost Wi-Fi, I lost my power, then I lost Wi-Fi. But I was thinking about you driving mm. back and forth, you know, driving where you had to go, and I'm
2: like, how the hell, is, there's creeks everywhere on your ride home. Oh, I know, I know. That day I was going, I was on the turnpike, I got caught in that, and you couldn't see 10 feet in front of you. And, of course, there's, you know, big tractor trailers zipping by on a PA turnpike, making it even worse. It was like driving through a car wash. Did you go north? Or? Uh, I got, I went east oh, okay. towards Philly and got off at Route 1 in the far northeast. Because I heard Fort Washington was flooded out down that way, 309. Uh, no, I, well, I did go 309 and jumped on a turnpike, so maybe the part I You I'd were gotta... probably there before it flooded out. Yeah, it, it wasn't raining that hard when I got on, but yeah. as soon as I got on the turnpike. But your ride home. Ride home wasn't bad. It was beautiful. Okay. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it was sunny. By out, afternoon. It was it was gorgeous day. You would have
1: never known anything. So we, uh, you know, we got done the same thing. It was beautiful, sunny out, and um, got to be late afternoon. And so, so let's take a ride. I want to see. I've heard that the Perkiomen is, mm-hmm. you know, going to hit flood stage. And so the flood stage there is like I don't know 13 feet, whatever. Um, and the all-time record was 18 feet. It had gone across 113, which is a major road, right. and it was flooded out. I took video of it. I walked all the way down. We parked up at the Gypsy Rose and you because know, it takes you from Skip Back into Collegeville. and You couldn't get from Skip Back to Collegeville. Every bridge was out. Wow. All the bars down there on 29 were all flooded out. and um, So all the news crews ended up coming. You know, I guess they mm-hmm. took the back ways in. And so people could not get home. They're actually sleeping in the old Gypsy Rose parking lot at night. Yeah. But I took video because I've never seen it over the bridges like that before. Mm -hmm. It was insane. But yeah, so that was the week that was Tropical Storm Isaias. Uh, Other crazy news this week. How about that Beirut blast? Did you see that? Yeah. Ammonium nitrate. And then what did uh, Trump say? I think it was a bomb. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it kind of looked like a bomb. (laughs) Well, it kind of is a bomb bomb when you think about it ammonium nitrate, mm-hmm. but they said that uh, I guess that stuff was offloaded from a Russian carrier years ago and they confiscated it and it oh, was yeah. just sitting in that building and something but well, you see Send a mushroom up. cloud like that yeah. and oh my god, that's just horrible though, yeah. Yeah. but yeah so and then um, my other bit of news this week is um, have you watched any of the Fox broadcasts of baseball yet? I talked to you about it, it's uh, Cubs and Royals Thursday night, they do no, Thursday night baseball, see it. yeah Okay. So since I cut the cord, I only have antenna. And, it's you know, you float around on it much to watch. And uh, I saw it's just Cubs and Royals. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. It's in Kansas City. It's a cool game. Mm -hmm. So it's like second inning. And I look behind a plate, and off the side of the plate, I said to Sue, I said, that's burnt. You know how they have cardboard cutouts, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's doing the cardboard. And I'm like, it looks like Bernie from Weekend at Burns. And it's like ten minutes later, all of a sudden the announcers are like, Hey, look at this cardboard cutout. <laughs> so and,
2: and it was weak and a bird. It was in and burn. <laughs> it was him
1: with the you know, like two the, guys holding him up? No, they didn't have that. They just had him wrapped in a blanket. But it's just great. And I'm oh, like that's hilarious. So it got me to thinking that uh I was talking to this guy I work with, a buddy of mine, he's a huge, huge Eagles fan. And uh so Tim, he, he actually listens to our show, he's a good okay. guy. And um he said uh him and his buddies, they all got together on this Friday night when the Phillies were first starting their season. They were selling the cutouts, and it was $40 a piece. Well, they got this one friend, and they didn't tell anybody. And they all, he's like, makes these goofy faces all the time, they were saying. So they filled a whole row of just him and these faces. They were yeah, all sharing pictures. Yeah. How awesome is that? Where is this? Down in...
2: Citizens the, Bank. It hasn't cool. happened
1: yet, but they bought them all to do a whole row. For, for how long? For one game. For one game. It's only yeah, it's forty dollars for a game for a cutout. Wow. But they all were like, "This is worth it for the joke that they could fill a whole that's row hilarious. of just this guy, that's and not hilarious. even going to tell
2: them." And it's like... That's great. Hopefully, they get that. You know, I know if the announcers say something like, "What is this? Look at this one guy's got a whole row." But we talked about pranks before. That's yeah, a great yeah, that's one. A you know, one. That a that's good a one. that's an
1: awesome prank. So, but that <laughs> the baseball though, watching that game, I was just. Um, Blown away by the job Fox is doing. Like they it was a home run, um, guy from Kansas City hits a home run, hits the foul pole. But they had animated fans. Like I think I told you about this last week, and it's yeah. like it makes it look like there's fans when they replay the home run. Oh,
2: no kidding.
1: And it's like and even when you're watching it live, they, they do the somehow they digitize the fans in there in the stand. It's amazing. Yeah. And they have the the cheering is like Perfectly timed, you know. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah. Close plays, home runs, of cheering, nice. and even like the player crossed home plate and he's like, you know,
2: saluting out to the fans,
1: like as yeah. Everybody's there. like giving
2: air, high fives. Yeah. There was one game I saw the highlights of a guy hit a homer and he came out and did a curtain call. Oh, dude! He's like high five, you know, doing fake high fives and he runs out and he was and you know, they, they put on ESPN like this is awesome. It is awesome, right? Yeah. Might as well play it's good it. Good stuff, there. right? So I, I like
1: the I like the cardboard cuts. um Hockey's back. Yes, yeah, so lots of Flyers
2: last they're,
1: year. They're looking great. How awesome great. was that? I have no idea who this guy is that scores all the goals, scoring the goals last night, the Abu Abbe, the hyphen A game. Yeah, whatever. But he was dominating the ice, and it was like watching the Flyers in the late 90s. Every time that guy was on the ice, his shift, that line, it was like watching Leclerc, Renberg, and Lindros. Because when those guys used to be out on the ice, it was just tilted. You couldn't get the puck out of the zone. Lindbr- yeah. Lindros, Lindros, Renberg okay. and Leclerc. they, they were, were
2: watching it in one period, like you said. The whole—it was thing. in Tampa's zone the whole period. Mm-hmm. It was great to see. It was. You know, because in in the recent years, you know, it's been the other way around. It's yep. like, oh Christ, get and the we're puck waiting for out. our goalie to stand on his head to keep us in the game. Exactly. And this guy's doing a
1: good job. This young boy. So it's oh, that, great. That goalie is amazing. Yeah. Carter Hart—he's he, amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's—I don't know what they did leading into this little thing. And who knows how this turns out, right? Because now they go into that round, robin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they got the number one seed, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happens, right? But all I know is that team somehow is clicking at the right time. Yes, I don't know if it – and that's what it yeah. is
2: in hockey, yeah, you yeah, know? Is. You get hot at the right time. They got hot right before this all hit. Yep. And now they've just continued yeah, they just continue to – Somehow they continue They just beat the three best teams in the league yeah. in, the, in the East – and they beat them pretty good. They beat them all handily. Yeah. So I'm like, okay,
1: this is cool. This team is yelling at the right time. Just keep it going. I'm like, I hope they don't get any kind of break. Just roll right into this.
2: It's cool, and I said this to somebody a few years ago when the Phillies were doing well. I said, you know, it's nice the Phillies are doing well, but if the Eagles and Flyers do well, this city will go crazy because those fans, you know, do or die, they always sell out for the Eagles and they always sell out for the Flyers. Win, lose, or draw. Yeah. You know, and it's good to see. Yeah, it is. There's it an excitement in the see. air in a city when the Flyers do well. So then there's high school sports, right?
1: I don't mm. know what the hell is going on. First of all, the governor said K through Mixed 12. Mixed message. Yeah. It is. And he says, you know, you should hold off. The PIAA met the next day and said, no, we're going to wait two weeks. Correct. Yep. Good for them. And I think that's awesome, right? So yeah. uh, I don't know what's going to happen with sports. You know, Luke's not playing water polo anymore, and they, but they're saying they might delay that till the spring, which I'd be okay with. It'll you know, get do that after swimming right you yeah. go right into that uh i don't know what's gonna happen um but these kids you know i just passed an entire field up here again mm-hmm. they're playing baseball yeah they got great fields they do and i'm like these kids they know how to do it let's just go man let the kids be kids man yeah,
2: yeah.
1: i mean i was so disappointed yesterday with the mac shutting it down for the year yeah. how can you do that to kids I was at the pool yesterday, Uh, Andrew Tancini, you know, he was on our show, the guy, the big
2: Michigan guy. And he's just like, pussies. (laughs) (laughs) I I go, what about the Mac? He goes, pussies. I mean, give it a shot, man. Let's give it a shot. You know, and then uh, I think earlier last week, uh, UConn shut it down for the year. They became an independent. I saw that. They were part of the American Conference, but they just decided uh, on their own to shut it down, which I think is a shame. And, you know, the high school kids, same thing. You know, the college guys like, you know, uh, a couple of big superstars in college like Mecca Parsons for Penn State opted out. Now, he's a clear-cut first pick. Okay, fine. But some of these high school kids still need to prove themselves to get to college. Yep. You know, these borderline guys who were pretty good as a junior but just need more. What about them? Yep. You know? And I just can't imagine. I mean, I, I think
1: about this whole everything. And this goes all the way back to our first podcast where you said we'd be sneaking out. I, oh, I would. I would not. I even feel invincible. Yeah, i got to be honest.
2: You do. And that's probably why the, the kids, are, they're the ones getting sick, but they're not the ones dying. Nope. You know, unless they have a pre-existing condition. You know? but you, when you're young, you're, you're, like you said, you think you're invincible. You do. You and know, I'm you, just you like, okay, program. I get
1: it. And, you know, take the precautions you can, whatever. It's just, you're just delaying, to me, the inevitable. Let's get it going. Come on, let's get it going. I just want these kids to be kids and have their lives. And goddamn shame right now. There goes our umbrella. Yeah, (laughs) that's all right. (laughs) I'll take the breeze. You know, take that breeze. So uh, yeah, I don't know, man. So it's it bummed me out yesterday at the Mac. Yeah, I know. Because you know, if you you cut out sports,
2: man, you know, if college football, I don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah, I mean, this sports t- tell so many good lessons. And what lesson are we telling, t- teaching these kids? Come on, let's let's push through this. Right. Yes, there's a virus. Yes, it could be deadly if you have uh, existing conditions. But these guys are young and strong and healthy. Let's let's fight through this. Yep. Let's give it a shot at least.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed. So, here's a here's a crazy question for you, and and I will. And there's a, always a method behind my madness. Okay. But to flush or not to flush? That is the question. What are we flushing? So, we lived, our last house, you know, we had a well. So it was always like, if it's yellow, you let it mellow. If it's brown,
2: brown send down. it down. Hey, very good. That's like from that movie, yeah, Meet the Fuckers.
1: Meet <laughs> the Fuckers, right. <laughs> then he had some Oh, I broke my, blam- he, he, he broke, he <laughs> broke my own rule. He broke my own rule. He blamed it on Jinxie Cat, remember? <laughs> Jinxie, well, he, he flushed the toilet. <laughs> I know, he had like film yeah. <laughs> and then no, I, I,
2: I got to confess. If I had to get up in the middle of the night, have to take a leak, I don't flush it till the morning. So
1: it's like you know, we told Luke that now we have sewers, right? We're we're at the new house. We are not the well at the old house, you know. And Luke's still yellow. He's leaving it mellow. So it's always like I'm following, flushing them when we're having you know yesterday you had people coming over, surprise, but. Um, but my other thing is, if it's brown, send it down, unless Uh-oh. it's a beacher. You oh. cannot flush that
2: artwork. It's all Oh boy! I'm telling you, it's artwork, And white <laughs> follows <you> in there. <laughs> exactly why I do it. Oh boy! Look what I did, Mom.
1: No, it's me, just me. I always leave that present for Sue. If it's a, if it's a feature, she appreciates. <laughs> I just wait for the yell. No! Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I told you it was honor, an odd right? question.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Back to sports. All right. So of uh, PGA Tour Championship's happening this Going weekend. Going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been it's been pretty good. It's been fun to watch. But Ricky Fowler misses the cut by one stroke. And did you see how he missed it? So he had, um, you know, he missed his putt. He's up there, and he goes to tap it in. You know, it's literally. You know what I mean? Just get it up, get the ball out of the way. It's literally two inches away. He goes to tap it in, and his putter hits the ball before he he's like goes to line it up and tap it in, and he and he hits the ball, mm-hmm. and it just wiggles, and he missed it by a stroke, because uh, that, and it reminded me, I used to play on the Golf Channel Amateur Tour mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and the very first tournament I played in, up in five ponds, and uh, I was doing really good, I was having a great round, and I got to, um, I don't know, I, mean, I want to say it was like number 12 or 13, it's a short par four, I mm-hmm. crushed my drive, and I'm like right on the fringe of the uh, dream. So I chip it up and I'm like within four feet. So I hit my putt and I just miss it. It goes up on the lip. And I just go and I pick and I grab my ball and pick it up. And I'd never played competitive golf before in my life. This mm-hmm. is the very first round of playing in competitive golf. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that's a two stroke penalty. So somebody else keeps your score. You you know what I mean? You, uh. It's like they write down what you tell them and then they hand you your card at the end, and, and you verify the sign. Right, exactly. And so he's like, that's a two-stroke penalty. I'm like, what? Because you got to hit the ball in the hole. like, Jesus Christ. The other guy, really cool guy, he's like, oh, come on, you know that was. He's like, rules are rules. It's the rules of golf. Next hole, I hit it up into the woods. I was just, I lost it, it from it there. It kind of shook
2: you. Yeah, it did. But, yeah. you know, it's. I guess that is the rules of golf. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, it's, I, like, it's like playing with Kramer and go, hey, he washed his ball. You got that two folks. Show penalty. Then, then he killed Genderman. Poor little kid. No, oh, Pinky. Pinky. Poor Pinky. Pinky. Genderman killed Pinky. Oh, poor Pinky. Pinky.
1: So I have, did you ever get wrong numbers? Yes. Okay. I don't answer it, but I don't recognize it. All right. So I don't either. So this was from my work number, and hopefully it plays through. But listen to this call.
2: Hi Maggie, it's me, your grandma. It's ten to <laughs> eight, and uh, I yesterday I heard about the uh, the award you won for your uh, thesis on uh, I don't even know what the heck it was something something with college. You know the the uh, last thing you had to do. Anyway, congratulations. That's why I'm calling. I just wanted to wish you luck and well done. You know stuff like that. I'm very proud of you. You did. You did it all by yourself. You're very, very good. Okay, honey. I'll talk to you again because I want to say congratulations to you. You know, personally. Okay. You take care. Bye, bye. Now. You didn't say you love you, Grandma. So. So
1: so I feel so bad. Like I got that message. Now it's been two days. Did you call her back and say, Hey, thanks. Uh, I'm proud of myself too. I don't know, but I feel like I need to call her back. And say, hey, you left a beautiful message, but this is the wrong number. You know, you might want to call your grandchild because she's going to think you don't care. What do you do? Well, she didn't say I love you to her, Grandma. <laughs> so I say, fuck her. <laughs> bitch.
2: You didn't even say this, love you, Grandma.
1: I can't. I'm, this is like the, you know, that's it's a horrible thing. She's like obviously, you know, a little elderly. And this kid's wow. obviously very successful. And, uh, oh, my God. I'm just <laughs> like... But you get those wrong numbers all time. Give me the your time. number. I'll
2: call that Listen, don't... you
1: called the wrong number. Then I'm wondering, do I have the standard, you know, you've reached number? Or, you know what I mean? Like, the electronic
2: message? It, I don't know they, what I no, have. It does. Well, I don't know if you... you, you But if you don't have your own message, it will say, please leave a message for me to give your number. Yes. So, I mean, she dialed the wrong number, and she probably inverted a, a number. Right. And she probably heard it wrong, too. I feel bad though. Man. I feel like I should do something, you know. Um, but anyway, all right.
1: And the next one is going to be a fun category for you. Okay. So before we get started, all right. I just want to play another audio. Oh, goody. Is this It's another wrong number. We got Grandpa <laughs> calling too. <laughs> it's audio day here, Jimmy. All right.
2: Hopefully, Grandpa said he loves so, it. So
1: our next category is going to be best fictitious coaches all-time from movies. Okay. Now remember, it can't be an actual, like... Yeah, real guy. It can't be like, you know, the guy from Remember the Titans. Yeah, Coach Boone. Boone was a real dude.
0: Great moments are born from great opportunity. You shouldn't have any doubt in your mind about what you're supposed to do tonight and about how you're supposed to do it. No, I don't want them to gain another yard. We gotta go out there and we gotta take it.
1: Take their game and
2: shove it right back in their face. That's how winning is done. A team is something you belong to. Something you feel. Something
1: you have to
0: earn. If we don't come together, it's over. And I guarantee you, we won't go by in your life. We won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of it. I'll ask you one last time yeah. to be the best that you can be. Play like champions. Win. Yeah. It's about heart. It's about who can go out there and play the
1: hardest. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game. In my book, we're going to be winners.
0: Who's willing to die? Willing to take the hits? Who's gonna win that itch?
2: Let me tell you something. You don't let me. Nothing come between us.
0: On this team, we fight and we shut them down because we can't.
1: I love those yeah, yeah, inspirational. Yeah. But I could play. I shortened it down because I didn't want to uh, play the one from any given Sunday, which is my literally my favorite. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That, well, Al Pacino's you know, got like, that voice, you know. Oh man, and it's a, just a great
2: life speech. Yeah.
1: You know, maybe I'll play it at the end so we can end this episode with that. But uh, that's literally um, that. So my that's one of my favorite fictitious coaches. Right. is Coach D'Amato from Any Given Sunday because okay. he's just he's a rock yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Right, Pacino's got that voice who are inches who fucked the fucking dears brothers
2: let's get on those cockroaches alright that wasn't a coach speech no, no, alright so what do you got for here. best fictitious well the coaches. first one that came to my mind you just mentioned is Coach Norman Dale, coach of the the hickory Gene coach Hackman. Hickory. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman was great. You know, wait, yeah, what's it, Coach Dale? Coach Norman Dale. Norman Dale. That's an awesome one. there. great. Uh, Hoosiers. Uh, another one is Gene Hackman again in the replacements as the, the coach of, you know, Keanu Reeves and those guys.
1: Oh my God, that's a cool one. I didn't have
2: that he on was, here. I, I like. To I got some funny ones, but oh, not well, that one. That was a funny one. One of the, my favorite lines in that is: "See, he, he's got the one guy who's really fast, Jones. Orlando Jones is his real name." And he can't catch for shit. So he's like, "Come here." He goes, "We gotta throw it to you. Gotta catch it." He throws on, gives him all to stick him. Goes, "This isn't. is this illegal?" He goes, "What are they gonna put, do? Put, throw you in know, football, Geo? Just get the hell out there and catch the ball." <laughs> then he gets a cup stuck <laughs> to his hand. His hands are stuck, and he catches the ball. And even Madden's like, "He caught it. He finally it." Reeves. through it. Yeah. You know that the the Redskins were they were considering maybe changing their, their names to that. I forget the name. What was it there? What was it there? Whatever the name of the team was, they were from DC and then somebody's like, Hey, I'll pull out my Falco jersey. Falco. I'll start selling those. Yeah. But uh so there's two. Uh you know, it, like you said, uh, Al Alpacino and any given Sunday is a great one because, Oh, yeah. you know, you know they, they, he was kind of a, over the all over the place as a coach, but that speech he gave that was oh, awesome. My God. I gotta play that at the end of this trem- episode. he's got that Al Pacino voice is just tremendous. Yeah. Uh how about uh uh, Tom Hanks and uh, There's no crying in baseball. League of their own. League of their own. Coach Dugan. Jimmy Dugan. Jimmy Dugan. He That's based on uh, Jimmy Fox. But I mean that's you know, it was a fictional movie It was a on. fictional movie. Yeah. Which is why he's on my list, yeah, which is that's so, a great one. I knew yeah, there's no crying these. in baseball. In the beginning awesome. he's just like, he's oh, like I gotta coach. And then he's like he's pissing, pissing in, like Madonna's time and that's the longest piss. Oh my he's still going. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then he falls asleep and shit like Then he finally starts getting into it. Doesn't somebody doesn't
1: Rosie O'Donnell like what her character hits a foul ball at him on purpose? She might have. And then uh, the the pitcher, um, the tall girl. Gina Davis, you know, she's the one. She's a catcher. Oh, Her catcher. sister was the, a pitcher. Oh, you're right, right, right. Yeah. She, like, does a split and catch, and he's oh, like, yeah.
2: with that? i got to do what i got to do. Yeah, she was awesome. That so, minute. yeah, so there's, there's four for me. All right, so I got a lot.
1: Uh-huh, I did okay. some
2: homework. Go
1: ahead. I mean, my one of my favorites is Coach Buttermaker. He drank also. Oh,
2: buttermaker for uh, bad news bears. He had like you know he had like cooler beer. And yes. then when they when they lost in the championship, he gave a bunch of ten year olds like beers. And then like the guy who hired him was like buttermaker. You can't do this. Shut up. And they're throwing the beers at. <laughs> the one dude threw the beer. Out, hey, we want any? screw you wait on next year? <laughs> mm-hmm. Every kid. And then the one dude he's like, Take, get hit by the pitch. And then when he does, he pulls him out of the game and yells at him on the bench. Oh,
1: that's it. So, Coach Buttermaker, he's up there. Oh, God, yeah, that was a great one. Uh, Murray Chadwick from Youngblood.
2: Oh, yeah, Youngblood was a great oh, movie. Yeah. Chadwick.
1: Was, uh, yeah. God, why do I do this every freaking episode? I'm thinking Jimmy, because I keep forgetting
2: names. Oh, Cynthia Gibb. Dude, I was freaking mess. in love with her. Oh my, that was just on not too long ago. What a greatest. Oh and God. Patrick Swayze got beat up and and the one dude who got yeah. cut by them went, goes to the team that's dressed like the, the Bruins and he gets yes. in the Racky. 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 You know who's in that? Peter Zezel. Yes he is. He,
1: he's There's a, two he, flyers in
2: it. Oh who else is in? I don't know who the other one was. But Zezel goes out for the final like uh face-off and he's gonna like put Zezel in. Like he Zezel like, comes out like, go ahead, buddy, I'm gonna fuck you up. then he's like, no, nah, I'm going in. He goes, What? And like Zezel just looks at him like that's a great movie, though. That I love that movie. movie. But the coach is such a hard-ass. He was. He, was. he goes, if I can get by, if you can get by me, you can be on the team. And he gets by him.
1: Yeah.
2: And then his dad and his brother teach him how to fight, which is awesome. Because he was a tough guy, the coach.
1: You know, I love that coach. He always played. And then he reminded me of one of my other favorite movies, All the Right Moves. Oh yeah, Smitherson. with uh, Craig T. Nelson. Craig oh, he T's. was a dick in that. He was.
2: But Black He reminded boy. me of the coach from Young Youngblood. They yeah, were they were very they, similar they're, roles. They, they're very similar actors, and a lot of the parts mm-hmm. they always play. Kind of look a little look bit a alike. Of, but like, yeah, they yeah. they came you know in the '80s, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yep, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, I love. Right it. I mean, trash all the right moves, trash dude. Trash all the right the house. House. Oh yeah, still one Empire. of my favorite moves. And pipe. All my boys from Pittsburgh from Penn State they were like, Yeah, that's how it was, man. We just we looked for football. The whole town was for football I'm like, Man, that's and that's why awesome.
1: the governor, you know what I mean? Like he's a punk. Like, how can you do it. that, man? Think about those small towns that live for this mm-hmm. shit. The Shemokins, the Mount Carmel's, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. they exactly. live for this <laughs> North United United Lights, and man. All those great schools oh, like God, out there out west. Yeah, 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 man. They're great.
2: Pittsburgh Catholic where Dan Marino came from. Yep. All those great schools. Yep. Uh what's that? Uh uh, Aliquippa, you know Al- all Al- those great which is what place. Ampipe was
1: by Close the way. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, here's one. Here's a really good one. How about that
2: Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues? Oh, Bud Kilmer, that's right. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> what was the What was the center one name? girl six... dresses up in the whipped cream. Oh, that was Ali God. Larder. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah she had good the Lord. Cream. And then it, what's his name's girlfriend is like, Did you get the whipped cream treatment? He's like, Didn't <laughs> Did know about that. <laughs> oh my God. Mom and Dad are at <laughs> the shooting. Billy Club. Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob. Billy Bob's shooting all his tropes. He had the pig with him. <laughs> and he got all the concussions. Billy. Got all the concussions. Oh my my mom, he said, i got to get my cat checked. What? My cat's game. Oh, you knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Good, a uh, great one, too. Yep. We're a running team. We control the clock.
1: Uh, player coach, Reggie Dunlap from Sludge
2: Slash <laughs> <laughs> I missed a lot, yeah. <laughs> Paul Newman, that's a great one. How about some martinis by the... How about some pussy by the pool? <laughs> he is so the in a, He's he so
1: great. so great in movie. So here's an off the wall kind of weird one. Um that I brought this question up last night when those guys came to my house and Andrew G, who's been on here guano, um, brought up the program. Remember oh yeah, James Conn.
2: Great movie. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a hard-ass coach. And then the one dude was on steroids, and he was, like, paying to get his urine yes. uh, check. Yeah, that was a good one. And they had the Florida State colors, remember? Yeah, the Florida State colors. Yeah, that, that was a very good one. Yeah, that's a great very movie. Very good. And good then the one too. dude, the big black dude, he's like, you know, he was like asking the one dude, why do you got to do steroids? And the other guy's like, well, I'm not as good as you. And, he's, and he was like the dumbest dude, but you put him in a film room. What do you do with this? I do this. I got the outside. I plug the hole. I kill the quarterback. And he says, you know who that guy is? Huh. He is the son You know, uh, remember the Packers uh, defense friend Willie Davis? Yeah. That's his son. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Big dude, he always plays in football. How about necessary roughness to coach in oh, that? yeah, and how about the assistant coach in that? Yeah, when yeah, he yeah. had the coach's game and he's in a suit, he goes, I, I, I ain't right for this suit, I ain't right for
0: this tie.
1: Let's
2: go. Wasn't out and a, kick what's what's her name in it? Kathy Ireland Kathy was a kicker, yeah. yeah. And then the, and the, the one Samoan dude, like, wants to date her, and yeah. one dude, like, yells at her, he goes,
0: You must respect her. I'm kind of you. I will kill you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, what was the other one? Uh, Goldie Hahn was a coach. Oh, Wildcats. Wildcats. Wildcats with a a Snipes was in there. Oh, was he? Snipes, he was in there, yeah. You know, any given Sunday, if you look at all the, like, Jim Brown is in in it. it. Jim Brown is in it.
2: LT is awesome. Um, uh, What's his name? Uh, The rapper. Uh, Dick Buckus is a coach in it. Is he? Yeah. L L Cool Jay's the running back. Yeah. L L Cool Cool J's the running back. And then Jamie Foxx is also. Jamie Foxx is the, the the upcoming quarterback. Uh, yep. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's yeah, dick, the quarterback. Dick Buckis is one of the opposing coaches. Oh uh, no kidding. And like opportunity, this guy, I know him. He's gonna he's a jerk, he's a jerk. And it was yeah. Dick Dick Buckis like it
1: wasn't yeah. Dick Buckis was in another movie where he played a coach. He was in that
2: kicking and screaming with uh Wilmer. No, 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 that wasn't Dick Buckus. That was the coach. That was uh, Coach, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Ditka. Ditka was It was it. Ditka. Ditka. Ditka butt kiss, whatever.
1: <laughs> Ditka. Well, the same bears. dude! Yeah, the <laughs> bears. Um, Yeah, it was Ditka. And he plays the other coach that has all the superstars. And, and uh,
2: Robert Duvall hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, so uh, Ditka helps his son, who's Will Farrell, because he hates his dad. Right. And he's like always throwing shit over Ditka's dad. Hey, man, will you stop throwing stuff on my lawn? Stop, right. Ditka. Rob Bob, Bobby D. Oh, what a great actor! Oh uh, yeah. Um,
1: Patches O'Hall oh, oh dodge that? Dodgeball.
2: You can dodge oh. a wrench. You can dodge <laughs> a ball. Oh my God! And he's like nailing dudes with wrenches <laughs> and shit. Oh yeah, you did do your homework. Man. I did it, man. I did it. it well, was of like, course, Mickey from uh, Rocky
1: as a. Mickey boxer. is like, I thought about him. He's like one of the best. I didn't write him down, and I'm like,
2: Jesus Christ, Mickey is. One of the best coaches. Yeah, yeah. he's a good motivator, definitely for sure. Yeah, Yeah. because
1: and I thought about him because of the quotes and stuff I was playing. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. You know, and then
1: and then Rocky turned. Get up, Rock.
2: Get up. Yeah, he was great. He didn't want to coach him at first, remember? He didn't want him. And then in the second one, he didn't want to do it again because his eye went bad. Right. But the first one, he didn't want him because he was like working for the mob, collecting money. And so, th- when does Mick die? He dies in he the, dies in the three, Clubber he Lang fight, Right after he fights, or uh, right when he fights uh, Clubber Lang, Mr. T, in three. Yeah. And he and dies. But he has
1: to come back, did you win? And he lies to him. Yes, he lied to him. And then uh, Apollo Creed
2: uh, manages him. Right. Apollo Creed and his buddy, Tony, whatever.
1: And then Creed. Tony Burke is the actor. And then Creed manages him in four and then dies. He dies because he fights the Russian. All right. And, and Rocky comes back. Four got. was great. Four was good, yeah. Uh, two was eh. I don't know. I Rocky, Rocky had a good run. Yeah. And these last ones,
2: these Creed movies are awesome. Did you watch any of those? I, I watched a little bit of the first one. It was awesome. Yeah, the kid who plays a Michael B. Jordan, he's yeah. very good. He's very good. Actor. He was in The Wire, that He was in The Wire. He was Wallace. Yes, he was. A, you know, I remember I watching re- to Sue
1: because he has the cornrows. Right. And I said to Sue, I'm
2: like, I got to look
1: up who this kid
2: is, and he's very She young. goes and I and I told her who he is. She goes, "Get the hell out but of here. He's very very young." Yep. Yeah, he played I, such I remember, a great role. I remember, remember rewatching. I said, "That's a Michael B. You know, Michael B. Jordan. He was like, Get out of here." I had, I had no idea that him. was him. I, had I didn't know. The, fir- the first time I watched it, I didn't either. When I rewatched, it, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Because Creed had just come out. Yeah. I was like, "That's that kid." He's very good. What but a great I, role
1: he played in The Wire, man. Oh my god, the, that was one of the greatest. Shows. I was watching another great coach, by the way. I was watching The Waterboy yesterday.
2: Oh, uh, 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 and, and Barksdale, Barksdale, young Barksdale, is the the punter. In that movie. Oh yes, he is. He's a dude that lets him borrow his uh, helmet and he gives exactly. up his cup. Here, use my cup. But I had no idea that was young he's Barksdale. And then he's like a clan member and he kicks it. <laughs> he goes, you know, envision something that makes you mad. Water sucks <laughs> no, no. That was can't, a great Bobby movie. can't play that foosball. <laughs> foosball. Bobby got he got punched in the eye by a gorilla. That's a great coach, though. Coach Klein. Coach Klein. That
1: was the dinner (laughs) there.
2: They had the little alligators. (laughs) They had a giant Giant anaconda. But then when his girlfriend came over, they had the miniature, like, alligators are eating them. Vicky, was her name? Vicky, Vicky Vale. No, Vicky Vale was Uh, a, that was a Batman. I forget. Then he had the magic water from, like, Alaska or something. So, I want to hire, I want to get a third person on here. And their job
1: is to stat check (laughs) us. I'm constantly screwing up. I want to get somebody on here who can sit there and Google shit as How we're many talking. errors
2: we have, like they do
1: on, uh, you know, with a PTI. Cone,
2: PTI? Remember they used to do that, and that's how, what's his name, Tony Real, got started. Uh, yeah. He was stabbed. How many boy. errors, right? It's What's his name? Michael Wobon and the other dude, Tony Cohen. Tony I Kuhnheim. like that show, by the way. That I, I like Wobon. Wobon's really good. Yeah, it's
1: very good. The other, the other dude really dude's
2: good that. on that show. He was terrible on Monday Night Football. He was terrible. But Monday. he's good on that, but Wobon's awesome. I like Wobon. But they would do Sad Boy at the end, yes, and then he
1: got his own show. Yeah,
2: he does. Uh, par- no, no, no. Round the horn. Round the, round horn. the horn. Yeah, yeah. That's Party a good show. Too. Is the,
1: so. Yeah, Round the Horn's good. I don't understand the point system. It's all. Blah, blah, it's blah. just
2: him giving that. whomever. It's still whatever. cool because it I good. think it's
1: pre-made, and who's gonna give their little speech at the, the end? The
2: one I, I missed that used to be on Sundays was the uh, the sports reporters, mm. and it used to be Dick Shap was the host. Yep. Then he died. And then it was John Saunders, who was a great replacement. Oh then yeah. He died, and then they have it. They should do Jeremy. Uh, uh, Chap, Chap, because he's very good now. Yep. But, but that uh, was a good one, too. Cause the was... one guy from Detroit was always on there.
1: Yeah, Mitch Albom. Which, his books. Have you ever read any of his books? No. Jimmy, read his no. books. Oh, really? Oh, my God, they're amazing. Oh, wow. Um, he, Tuesdays with, with more. Oh, my God, his books are
2: amazing.
1: Yeah. They're that, not sports
2: that... books. Oh,
1: no? No, but they're amazing books. Wow.
2: I'm telling and you Mitch right Albarn, now,
1: yeah. look out Mitch Albom's books. Yeah, that was that a great show. It used to be him
2: and Bob Ryan and the guy from New York who was good, Mike... Uh, but he's very good. Yeah, I like
1: those shows. All right, here's an off-the-wall one for you. All right, so I brought up, hold my beer this week to Sue, and she's like, "What do you mean by hold my beer?" I'm like, "Hold my beer." You never heard the term, hold my beer? Mm-hmm. She's like, "No, I've never heard that term." You mean like you're gonna fight somebody, hold my beer? I'm like, well, no, it's always like you're good. So Luke comes hold up, hold my beer. Sta- I'm going to the bathroom. Hold my beer. I'm gonna do something. <laughs> i like, I'm like Luke. What does hold my beer mean? and he's like that hold my beer I'm going to do something crazy Outrageous. you know the hold my beer right and now it's always the one upmanship hold my beer what is your biggest hold my beer moment or funniest
2: that I did or I witnessed okay either <laughs> okay, I I was at a Penn State tailgate one time Jesus and I just cried. You're gonna take,
1: you're lo- gonna take my whole my beer because that
2: literally is my whole my beer oh, moment. I won't take. No no no, go, go ahead go tell on, it. No no, 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 no you, you gotta tell it, was, it that. No no, all right, no you, you it, cause it was you who did it. I know, Jack but you hands. gotta tell it then. All right, so we're at a, a Penn State Alabama game and it's literally was every month. So it's pouring rain, it's muddy. Now this is at Penn State back in the late '80s. I had just graduated the year before, and it was field. It was all field. It wasn't all this parking lot. So when it rained. You know, it got muddy. And we're playing Alabama. And Alabama was good. They were loaded. They had Derek Thomas. They had that running back who went to Denver, Bobby – what the hell was his name? He ran Humphrey? all over us. Bobby Humphrey. Bobby Humphrey. Yeah. Uh, they had Cornelius Bennett. They were loaded. Penn State was good, too. Anyway, so uh, – Bear Bryant's uh, last game. Who? It was Bear Bryant. No, Bear Bryant had gone by. That. Okay. He was long gone by. But uh, so Norman here uh, decides he's going to mud wrestle some dude from Bama. So we're like, holy shit. So then a huge crowd, like, is this really gonna happen? All of a sudden they're like kind of taking their clothes off. They're ready, they're taking their jacket, this. And they start going around in a circle. And they, they by they, the they, way, before all that, I did tell you to hold my beer. You did tell me to hold You're like, Jimmy, I'm gonna mud wrestle. I'm like, what? Ooh, I thought you are gonna like mud wrestle Dougie. Oh, this guy from Bam, I'm like, oh shit. Big ass crowd. And then somehow you two worked it out where you just did like a head first slides in the mud. And but do you remember what I did before the slide? I grabbed Gumby. Oh, you grabbed Gumby, and, and the two of you were covered from head to toe. And then the better part was it. Duggy's afterwards, you were like Dougie's hat. You're covered in mud from head to toe. The RV that we're hanging out with has no water to shower with, so we had to borrow water from the next RV, which is a people big from Alabama. Alabama is big old Alabama dude with pork-chopped sideburns. I knock on the door. He goes, "What's up, boy? How can I help you?" I said, "Can we borrow a little bit of water? We're running low. My friend here is covered in mud. He just he just was mud wrestling." And the first thing he said was, "Did he win?" <laughs> And I said, yeah, he did. Get that boy some water. Lick it his split." And he did. <laughs> did it he was win? Awesome. I was like, yes, he did. Get that boy some water. It's so funny.
1: And I said, you know, what is your great? And that was literally going to be my, uh, whole my beer moment was
2: grabbing the Gumby. <laughs> running, the whole and I literally thing. gave me my beer. And, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? And just the, the whole fun, I'm going to mud wrestle, which you've never done in your life. And I'm like, yeah. what? you got a mud wrestle. What the hell are you talking about? Remember how many people were They're, around? Everybody's like, what the hell? And we're like, holy oh, shit. We'll be all right. Penn State versus Bama before the game starts. <laughs> holy shit. And then you two luckily didn't fight in months. And we're like, everybody just started laughing. I literally didn't care. I was going to take the dude Doug, down. Doug's had this little golf hat or a bucket hat. Yellow. It was yellow. It was a bucket hat. It was covered in mud and then you're like, screw this hat and you threw it and it's stuck literally on top of somebody's RV. And somehow Doug of all the RVs up there saw it. Where the hell Norm stole my hat? There's my hat! I'm like, sorry Doug. (laughs) It was brown and yellow by then. (laughs) Brown and yellow then. So yeah, that was uh, a very funny uh, hold my beer moment for sure. Alright, so we got to our favorite Point here of the of every
1: episode are Mount Rushmore. Okay. And Mount Rushmore, this one is I have nothing prepared for this because okay. I think this is going to be one that you you and I can have some good conversation around. Okay.
2: Um, greatest boxers of all time, regardless of weight. Regardless of weight. Regardless of weight. Okay. Good. Uh, w- number one for me, I'm going to go with Ali yeah. because he just he could figure out how to beat anybody. And you look at the guys he lost to, every dude he lost to was either the champ or eventually became the champ. And then he just rose to the moment. And everybody but Didn't he to... revenge every one of his losses except George Foreman? Uh, no, there was a couple of them. Well, Foreman, he, he he didn't lose to Foreman. He only fought him once and beat him. Oh, no, he beat him rope-a-dope. Uh, yeah, he... that's correct. He didn't revenge uh, Larry Holmes because that was in his grave. Who was Trevor the guy Burbank, broke his jaw? Uh, Kenny Norton. He, did, he got him back. Oh, he did get Kenny him back. I, so he lost to Norton, that's he Nor- lost to Frazier. Uh, and then he lost a fifth one to somebody else who was terrible. Did he lose to Larry Holmes at the end? <laughs> yes, he did. And he lost to Leon Spinks. That was his five that he lost yeah, to, and he Leon's beat them, Spinks. too. So he, he, he was great. Uh, another guy is Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar probably Ray. one of the greatest all-time, pound-for-pound, greatest fighters. Sugar Ray Robinson, he had those clashes with Jake LaMotta, and he would bounce up and down a little bit in weight class, not too much, but he dominated. And he was around forever. The guy was there for like 20 years. His record was like 180 and 6. It was unbelievable, this guy. He fought and fought and he fought forever, fast. Ali kind of copied the style off of him. He was lightning quick. He could, you know, he could go toe-to-toe, but he would dance around and knock the balls off you. Of uh, the next guy I would say would be Joe Lewis, the Brown Bummer. He was the heavyweight champ for like 13 years. Unbelievable. And he, another guy who beat a lot of good uh, opponents, he was, you know, he lost the one to Maxinelli, he came back and knocked him out, like one round broke his jaw, beat the hell out of him. Um, so he was very good. Um, and then I will go with, uh, probably I'll go, I'll go in the way, way back machine, Jack Johnson, the first black wow. uh, heavyweight champ. There you go. And he was tremendous. He was Unbelievable. I mean that was where you would fight. It, the fight wasn't scheduled for anything. The fight was scheduled until you knocked the guy out. So you could fight uh, 30 rounds, and he did knock some big tree of a guy down. Uh, and he was he was unbelievable. He was so good that they didn't want a black champion. That they found a way to, you know, get him arrested and you know, to, to bribe him or you know blackmail him. Hey, you either do this, you're going to jail forever. Throw the fight. But he was tremendous too. He's probably one of the greatest, uh, the first great. All right,
1: I like your four. That's good. Uh, I only have one of the same that I'm thinking of in my head. Tyson? No. uh, Ali is obviously my number one, right? Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree with you with Ali. Um, But I have Tyson on my list just because at the time um, had – and the reason why I put him up there is just what he brought to boxing at that time. He literally, at his young age, and he put boxing, like, he just—he was after the Ali time, the, after the Larry Holmes. You know, Larry Holmes had that run after Ali. Remember?
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, it was—he was a boring champion, but Al, uh, Larry Holmes was a great boxer, great fighter, great, great jab, fighter. great fighter, the Eastern Assassin, the Eastern Assassin. He was great, and um, but I just—I got to put Tyson on my list just because yeah. I love him. Forget about how it ended, and now you look at him now. He might even come back at his age. Yeah. Um, I'm then I got two very controversial ones. Bernard Hopkins, because I just thought Bernard Hopkins would well, Hopkins up, is terrific. He just would go up fight and he anybody. he fought until he was, like, nearly 50. He did, and he would just fight anybody. Yeah. You know, whatever you need me to be weight-wise, he, yep. he
2: flew between, like, three, four weight classes. When he beat Tito, uh, it was it Trinidad. Yeah. I thought Trinidad was going to tune him up. He went down to Cuba, threw down the, their flag, screw you, I'm going to kick Puerto your Puerto Rico. Was it Puerto Rico? From Puerto Rico. I thought he was from Cuba, but maybe I mean, he was Puerto you're, you're always right. I'm always yeah, yeah. honestly And when then I I, I'm you. thinking, oh, God, he's going to lose. And he, 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 he fought it there. His, his style was usually boring. He'd point you and point you and point yep, yep. you wear down. Very and, much like Larry Holmes. Yeah, And but he was very technical and very yeah. good. But that fight, he kicked his ass. And it was like, oh, my God, it was great to watch. Yeah, he's a great one. That yeah. is a very good one. Yep.
1: And then I got to go with, I, and, and people just hate him. I don't like him either, but he's
2: yeah. unbelievable as Meriwether. Meriwether no, I like him, very good. Another one would be Roy Jones Jr. He oh, was, Roy Jones was you know, so he, awesome. He was so good, and he then, just stayed you know, too then, long, and then he just fell off the, you know, yeah. uh, fell off the, the the cliff there. I mean, that, that would have been a great fight, Jones Jr. versus Meriwether in their heyday. Oh yeah, in his heyday, I mean, he would literally, and he trained this way. He would put his hands behind his back and dare the guy go ahead and hit me, and they couldn't hit him, yeah. and then he knocked the shit out of him. He was so. Do you remember the night awesome. he
1: had that big fight, and he was. He got hurt playing basketball or something, and right. then still went out and won the fight, Jones Jr. Yeah, he he was
2: he was, he was unbelievable. He was very good. There's a couple of them. Uh, there's the Mexican fighter Jose whatever, and uh, Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez, and uh, what's his name? Uh, or uh, there's a, a local guy. Um, who had him beat into the last round, and then R- Richard uh, Steele, who was a... a oh, a rep, my God. I remember the fight. Meldrick
1: Taylor. Meldrick Taylor. Had him beat, and then the last, I was like, a,
2: ten seconds... I was at
1: Buckets watching that fight with
2: Doug and Rob Schaller yeah, and Meldrick, and Jimmy t- Brown. Meldrick had him beat, and then the last, like, ten seconds of the fight... You know that last round. Richard still called it off. It was yeah, the last if round. If he had just didn't do that, he would have outpointed him and beat yep. him. And, and Chavez had, had hadn't been beaten ten years. He was a great champ too. He was around a long time. He was long, very very tough guy. Yeah. Those Mexican fighters were very tough and, and, and trained very hard. And that
1: was during the time where you had a lot of good in that range fighters. Yeah,
2: at that time, the, I mean, the heavyweights were kind of you know you had Tyson or had this or that. But the Miller ones. You had the that man. one
1: guy from Boston. You had the guy from Youngstown, Ohio. Boom
2: mm-hmm. boom. He right. and Mancini. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, those lighter weights, man, you'll find some really good technical fights. I watched last night, I w- we, we got to talk about boxing, and I, uh,
1: I talked, which is why I thought about coming up with this category, we talked about that Hagler-Hearns fight, and so we watched the Ooh, three rounds Hagler last night. another great one.
2: And, and, and uh, Hearns. Hearns was great, too. Sugar Ray Hearns Liner never came
1: back after that fight, though, if you remember. Who's that?
2: Tommy Hearns
1: never came back after yeah. the Hagler fight. Yeah. His Joel was never the same. He was a great fighter.
2: He was a great fighter. And uh, so was Mar- Marvelous Marvin from from Broxton, Mass., same place where Rocky Marciano was from. I mean, he was, he a was a great
1: tough fighter. fighter. Just was not tough fighter. He got wasn't ripped
2: flashy. off in the sugar. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't a talker. Hey, let's just fight. And I think that was it for him. After he Sugar lost, Ray. After he he just sugar, said, you know what? I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. into this
1: shit. I got yeah. my money. I'm out. Yeah. He's like, he did not like the uh, the crookedness of it. Right, right. Like, like, sugar
2: Ray did not beat him. Sugar no. Ray was a great fighter, too.
1: But, uh, oh, sugar yeah. Sugar Ray was okay. I never liked the Duran fight where Duran had
2: to take the shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no moths. No moths. Did you see the follow-up 30 for 30 for that? No. Where Sugar Ray travels to his country, and, and they keep, like, talking. It, it bothers Sugar Hands Ray. Hands of stone. Hands of stone. And, like, uh, Sugar Ray's like, i got to find out why he gave up. And they keep, like, interviewing him. Then they interview, uh, you know. Duran. Duran. And he's like, listen, I'm past that. And he lives a good life. He's a hero in his country. He goes and he is goes he drinking. Is he from Panama? Or? I think he is from Panama. And he's a hero, and he just hangs out at the bar, and no, he walks in. Everybody loves him. No, I don't know where he is. I don't know. Maybe he is, I don't know. And so, he, yeah. he, so, and they, they keep asking. Like he wants to know. He goes, dude. He goes, I had cramps. You know, what the fuck. I, I don't. I, I didn't have it. That's it. And then he, he, and then you know, Sugar Ray keeps asking, him, why did you do it? He goes, because I was feeling sick. That's it. I had to take shit. And he, goes, <laughs> and, and he did. And he goes, I ate all this stuff, and, you know, I and that was it. And then he's just like, he's so over it. And he's like living the life of a rock star, and everybody loves him. Was that the second fight? Because he beat That was the second Leonard. fight. The first fight, he beat Sugar Ray. Right. And, yeah. and, that's and was he the was second. a great fighter. He oh. was in Rocky 1, by the way. He what? was a sparring partner for Rocky. He was uh, trying no to shit. chase him around. And then, you know, Mickey said, Hey, if you can catch this little guy, you can catch anybody. And that was Durant? And it was Durant. No way. Rewatch that movie. Because one time I'm watching, I'm like, That's fucking Roberto Durant. And it is. Oh, that's cool. You know, Because remember, he young
1: Roberto Durant had that. Uh, and he, yeah. And know, he looked goatee. very young. Yeah, he yeah. was a
2: tremendous fight. And they called him Hands of Steel for a reason. He said, to knock the balls off he was another good fight.
1: All right, so what can we agree on? We definitely got Ali up there. I'd say I like your four. I, I like mean, Sugar
2: Ray Leonard. Uh, those two nah, for No, I can't have li- Sugar Ray. I mean, I mean, Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. Sugar Ray Robinson, Ali for sure. Uh, the other two, you know, if you want to throw somebody else in. But I think I, I like Bernard four. Hopkins. I mean,
1: Philly flavor. Hopkins,
2: okay. I mean, Joe Lewis was tremendous. Jack Johnson was tremendous. But, uh, yeah, if you want to throw Hopkins I'd in. I'd go there.
1: Joe Lewis. Joe um, Lewis is a- awesome. Because he never, you know, and that was a time of a lot of crooked
2: boxing, too. Mm-hmm. Joe Lewis fought his way through all that crap. Mm-hmm. He was dynamic, and he was a champ for like 13 or 14 okay. straight years. Yep. That's unheard of. Yep. And he had
1: an arena named after him. And,
2: okay. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Lewis Arena. Very,
1: very good. Very good. There we go. Uh, I got some other topics on here. I'm trying to think of what would be the next um good one. That's a, that's that's a nice airplane. Nice. What's time looking like uh, we still got 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I got a lot of time. So, I was thinking about urban myths. I was listening to I was listening to this channel's 70s, 80s, which, by the way, is a funny story in itself. 70s, 80s pop from Sirius XM. Because I get sick of, you know, like when I cook breakfast, I ask Alexa, Hey, Alexa, play blah, blah, blah. And it just plays. So, yesterday, Sue's standing there, and I say, Alexa, play 70s, 80s pop from Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. And she goes... Literally, this is what she says. Pride music from Spotify, now playing. Pride music and some Queen song comes on. And Sue's like, what did you just ask her? I said, I asked her to play 7080s pop from Sirius XM, and she's freaking playing <laughs> Pride music from Spotify. <laughs> she goes, I told you I can't understand you half the time. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. So anyway, I, li- I finally get 7080s pop comes on. Ohio players comes on.
2: All oh, right, the Ohio Love players. Love roller coaster. Yeah.
1: Do you remember the urban myth around Love roller coaster, no. where somebody gets murdered during that song?
2: Oh no, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, there's like that sound, and you can hear, you know, like oh, okay,
2: well, a couple of urban. Uh, how about the urban myth about Phil Collins' song? Yes, that, that it's one? drowning. Right. And, yeah, drowning. He, and he sings the song to about the guy. this guy, and supposedly brought him, and he put a spotlight or whatever, yeah. which is all bullshit. Uh, Which it was bullshit. He's come and said, "Oh, he says, never like, no, happened." No, that didn't happen. Yeah.
1: I did witness it. He did witness, but he did not sing to that guy. Oh,
2: okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did witness a drowning. And some dude didn't do anything. Right, about but it?
1: it was not that guy. He
2: said. Oh, okay. But uh, how about there's another one? If you watch The Wizard of Oz in the background of one scene, you see somebody hanging themselves, so and that's an urban myth too. Urban myth, yeah. And then if you watch it and slow it down, there is it does look like there's something in the background, but it's whatever. That's an urban myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it. Pop rocks. Pop rocks and monkey. That's how he died. Like Coke cereal. and pop rocks. He like blew up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an urban myth. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I was just I thought about that the other day, and I'm like, we didn't get time to research
2: this. We'll we'll pro- probably bring it back one time. Okay. More, hey, we can make that a little section. of More urban myths. Right, I mean, there's so many of them. They over. made a movie of an uh, urban Miss, didn't they? The one girl Rebecca Gray, who's hot as hell. At least she used to be. See, they made a movie. Wait, of whoa, whoa. Urban Rebecca Gray. How come I, I remember this? So. She was probably a, like a '90s scream queen. Okay. Pretty girl. Okay. Uh, what was she in? Uh, she was in. I remember this name. I forget what was she. If mean, she wasn't in Scream, I mean, she might have been in Scream. Okay. She might have been in Scream. Pretty girl. I don't know what Do happened. You remember, was it Scream? The who answers the phone in the
1: beginning? Isn't that? Uh, yeah. The girl from E.T. Oh, yeah,
2: Drew Brad. Drew Bredge. is that her in the beginning? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: It's
2: a oh, my God, you, do you
1: remember the 80s movies? How great were they, like, the 80s, uh, what do you call them, horror movies? Like, uh, Friday the 13th. I, mean, I, I mean, your boy, Freddy. It was like,
2: Freddy never killed anybody until they showed their babes. It was like, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's camp. Oh, yeah, like, what was that one with the, the guy up in the camp? What was that, Friday the 13th? Yeah, yeah. Can always kill somebody as they're getting laid. Jason was it. Was he Jason. is nailing the hell out of some girl and then dang Come on, dude. At least let him Jason, finish. Come on, let's let him, let him get his load off, you then t- kill him. At least let him go out on a cop. You know, <laughs> give him a champ. You know, hey, all right, you got off. Now you die. Jason you know? and Freddy Krueger was a dream guy. He'd but. always bust into somebody's Hey, you got Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp was in the first oh, one. first one. He was, on one. One. He
1: was awesome. I remember watching that movie. It was like we first got a VCR, and uh, it was one of the first movies I watched. Was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And I remember watching that, and it was late at night, and I couldn't fu- Freddy Freddie was coming to get me in my fucking drink. I, I believed that shit. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me, that movie. Oh my God. That movie, and then there was that other one, which was, you know. Uh, Halloween, Mike Myers? No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It was the one that. It was more recent. Uh, it was like in the 90s, um, where it was down. They filmed it down in Baltimore, and all the people. Remember, it was like third person filming? Remember, um... Oh, the Blair Witch project? Yeah. Oh God, that scared you? Oh, it was just the whole... It was goofy. It was Running goofy. Running around, cameras camera shaking. But it was cool. Yeah, it gave I, me I a w- w- yeah, but I thought it was very cool the way they did that. It Blair was different Witch, at that time. And that, was, yeah,
2: that was one of the, That was like 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that coming out. And that was like the big, oh my God, did you see it? And I watched like 10 minutes, I'm like, this is dumb.
1: No, I liked it. You watched oh. that whole movie through. It was kind of yeah. cool. Cause they're, you know, like the kids facing the
2: walls and like, yeah, yeah. that was a cool movie. How about the candy man? If you say his name three times in the mirror, he shows up and there's some big brother who's cool as hell. What's up, man? I'd have been like, yo, it's Snoop. Come on, sit down. Let's (laughs) smoke a bone. have a few beers, candy man. Let's hang out. (laughs) Let's hang out. You seem like a cool dude. What's up? How you been?
1: What else in the sports world? Uh, I don't know. Jesus, you think football's going to happen?
2: I don't. We didn't mention this last week. I Co- don't. Coach Peterson's got the He's COVID got it, now. but he seemed, he said he was fine. I, I don't because it's, you know, the, the, you look at the ones that are successful, basketball and hockey, they put them in a bubble, they, they restrict travel, and they got, they got them, you know, regionalized. Then you look at, like, baseball. There's been some problems that popped up here and there because they're traveling. Football has made no adjustment to their schedule. And I was just talking about somebody this last night. They, they should have the East play the East. And what I would do is I would say each division pick out your most southern uh, team and, you know, say like the Eagles. Everybody plays all their home games in Dallas, and then you make a bubble in Dallas. Yeah. And then you only play, say, when you cross over the other, you play the AFC East, and say they play all their games in Miami. And then you go over there, and you play like three games, you know, noon game, four game, night game, and then a Monday night game. There's going to be a ton of Monday night games and yeah. Sunday night games, but that's how you do it. And then, then you, you cross over to another uh, conference division, and say you play – uh, atlanta's division and they all play in atlanta so then you limit to travel to maybe three places it can be done that's what i would do but they're not doing that they're they're traveling all over the place and then then you look at college football they can't do that because these kids they can't stay in a bubble they got to go to class you know and there's 125 teams how do you put 125 teams in a bubble you can't so and these young guys they, like we talked about when we first started these guys think they're invincible they go to parties, and I don't blame them. If I was a young guy and somebody said, yo, that, you know that girl from history class? She's having a party down the hall. She said, I don't give a shit. Oh, she's got corona. Huh? Shit, I'm going to get it, too. And I know. It, you wouldn't care.
1: And that's the thing, and they go. Shit, I'm
2: getting corona now, too. If she's got it, I'm getting it. You know,
1: like baseball, the Marlins, they went to a strip club, right? Four players. Then the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they all went to a casino. So it's like that's – how many players are on a baseball team right now? ladies? Twenty-five. 28, I think, or whatever, 25, yeah. 25,
2: And then football's got, what, 40? Uh, well, 40, then you got the practice squad. Plus no, got but they're the expanding it this year because oh, well, then, of COVID. Because... And, and then you got the coaches, the trainers, and, this, and then they're traveling and all you gotta over. And you've got to monitor each one of these people and where they uh, on the and, road? And these guys are even worse. They're young guys with a whole lot oh, of yeah. money. So I would try to monitor them. Like I said, basketball and NHL have it going on, and they're going to get it done successfully. A- NHL right now, to me, has it best.
1: I mean. The bubble down there, Orlando, it's going. But the basketball is, is subpar. The hockey is,
2: yeah.
1: And I'm not even a big hockey fan. This hockey, they got it. It's like going good. Good. I mean, they got that thing going yeah. good. Basketball to me is very sloppy right now.
2: Yeah. But as far as like controlling the virus, they're doing a very like, they're good doing job. a great job. With they're that. doing a great job. Now of I hope MBS the playoffs team. gets more exciting. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, I think it will. I think a lot of guys. We well, these seven first seven eight games, these seven. were like eight games to lead into the playoffs. So there's a lot of guys not playing. Like say LeBron, yes. hey, listen, I just want to get back, get my legs back under me. I'm good. If we win or lose, I just got to get ready for the playoffs. So I think the playoffs will be it. You know, with the hockey, there was something on the line. Like the Flyers played three games, smart, they had and won one one and it set them up for the number one seed. For the basketball, there's there's a little bit of seeding involved, but not, not much, too much because they kept not the records. They kept the records, so they, they they kind of set it up. But I think the players are going to step it up. But they're going to be successful. Baseball, I think, will pull it off because what they're talking about is when now you get to the playoffs. Hey, it's just these four teams. Then you can control it. All right, we're going to play all the games here. Yeah, you know, then you could really
1: do it there. Baseball is exciting right now. I'm enjoying watching baseball, yeah. which is okay. I just felt like in the beginning, I thought it was going to dump out. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals had another series canceled. Yeah, um, know, it's great game seeing game. the Phillies are back. Yep. You know, um, yeah. I just I love baseball, and you're right. It's been a little
2: fun to watch. Yeah. Like you know, they're doing things and because they're creative, they and that's why I say push through these young guys, and they're going to be they're going to get through it. As a society, we'll get through it. We'll adjust, and we'll find a way. And we'll
1: make it fun. See your favorite guy, Aaron Boone, the Yankees coach. Yeah, what are you doing now? You didn't see him getting all pissed off, stopped the game the other day, because all the Phillies fans out there. Oh, yeah, the I horns. heard about
2: it. I heard about it. But, fuck <laughs> him. They're out there with the horns. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. And you know what? That's that. I, I love it's, the Phillies fans for that. They're that's like, not in the stadium. they got the drum line up. Yeah. They are
1: having a blast. Good for them. And that's how it should be. So, there's a comedian, Burt Kreischer. Do you know Burt Kreischer? No, I don't okay. know I'm sure I know who he is. Okay. I saw him. Once once I get you set up with this Netflix in here you're gonna be you'll watch his special on Netflix but he's doing a show this next weekend on the 16th Sunday a drive-in comedy show he's amazing so he's got this whole and it's like he's turned it into this tailgate fest y'all you park your car and my god the tickets are like $300 for a car it's crazy but he's still not making money. He's making just enough to cover his travel costs and all. Mm-hmm. He's been very open about it. Good. I listened to his podcast, the Bill Burr podcast, Bill Burr. Uh, we're right up against the 58. So.
2: Okay. But uh, he's... That's uh, good. I'm good.
1: Yeah, so... It's, so
2: it's 300 a car. So if you fit six dudes in a car, yes, it's still $300. bucks. You're good. So You're what good. if you have like a van and you can fit six or seven guys? You still 300. And that's pounds. the whole thing and that's that, cool. and he
1: talks about that. He's like I got guys that come in with these trucks and they got a pool, they've turned it into a pool and the people cool. Are full. That's cool. and he's like and I love it. Good for he's him. like I'm just glad that people are having fun. I'm just trying to take them all away from all right. this. Let's let's have a a mind break. From yes, what we're that's going all he through, wants to do.
2: And let's enjoy ourselves. And he's not catching flack
1: over it because that's they cold right. it a drive-in. You know, you keep your distance. Yeah, you're in yeah. your car. People you know.
2: are creative, and they're going to find a way. That's why I say push through it. We're going to find a way through this. Mm-hmm. We will find a way. Give give society credit. They will figure it out. So before, well, we'll go.
1: And then I'm going to add on to the end of here, mm-hmm. the any, any Given Sunday speech right okay. after this. We'll transition to that. But uh, a- episode 15, 15 in the it. books. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norm and Jim. Yeah, thanks. It's a good one. Yeah, ya. Yeah. She's got LT
2: on his defense. That's
0: awesome. I don't know what to say, really. Love this. Three minutes the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today. Now either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, Or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean... I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh... I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in mirror. <clears throat> you know, when you get old in life, things get taken from I mean that's 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 part of life but you only learn that when you start losing stuff you find out life's this game of inches so is football because in either game life or football the margin for error is so small I mean one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it with our fingernails for that inch, Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that itch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch.
1: Because
0: that's what living is. the six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. you got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to (laughs) do?